Good morning. Happy Saturday, I guess. It is approximately 7.37 a.m. And good morning. Um, I just wanted to come in and tell you guys how my week has been in review. And I don't know about you, but oh, what a week, what a week. I had to attend um, kangaroo court with the magistrate on Thursday. I can't get into the agency and whatnot, but if you follow my other podcast, you kind of know what I had to take care of. And one day I'll go ahead and let everything out, but I'm not going to call the agency out per se. If you draw a conclusion, even better. Of course, I had a specific time to be there, so I wasn't going to be late. I've never had to attend this, and I did not know what to expect. They don't tell you anything, you know. It's just to be there, courtroom, location. I get there on time. It is a discombobulated mess. You got um, quite a few people that has the same time. It's held for like a two-hour period. So you have a bunch of people trying to crowd on their elevator. My parents was there. Uh, my dad uh, needed some assistance, even though he had it, had my mom. But he just needed a little more time to get situated. So I went ahead, and they were waiting to take the elevator. I took the stairs. And you go into this basically crowded room. So I'm trying to find enough seats for my family. I'm in there first. I woke up that morning with a bad headache because this has been something that's been going on. It's been weighing on me, and I just did not feel good uh, coming in there. So I get situated. Finally, my parents make it to me, and all of a sudden, you hear, I need everybody who just came in to, to go back out to be searched. Searched? What? Okay, I have a purse. Not that I had any weapons or anything of any concern in it, but it was kind of a large purse. And literally, we had to line up like little Indians outside, and we had to be searched. And I understand you're taking um, precautions because this is in a location where the mayor is upstairs. But my thing is this. We know that the mayor is protected at all costs. I mean... Um, when I lived in Detroit, the mayor had a security detail and you probably had somebody close to him, if not a police officer at all times. So I would think our mayor should be protected like that, where you ought to have somebody directly on him. But like I said, people do such things at meetings and we had a meeting at a school board shooting. So I guess that's why they had to take this precaution. But the whole thing with law enforcement was a turnoff to me. When you go into the actual room, you see a guy with a bulletproof vest on, gun, and I'm going to tell you right now, just because of the meaning behind those thin blue line patches, I don't like them, and I don't think it ought to be on their uniforms. I think it's unacceptable, and I saw it, and in between them, the other wannabe officers with their fake gold badges and their pants tucked in boots and being searched, it did nothing for my headache. So you sit up here and you have to do the wand 
on my dad. He beeps what she told him he had something on and they let him go. They come down the line. They get to me. You got to kind of look around in my purse. It's a mess because I'm not expecting to have my purse searched. But my thing is this. Had I known it, I would not have bought my purse uh, in and you on me. We go in and get we, we get such situated. By this time, nerves are up because they're getting ready to start. And a lady um, comes back and she asks me. I give her the name and what we need. And she tells me, oh, you guys don't have to be here. What? What are you talking about? Oh, you were supposed to have gotten something certified mail. Uh, this has to be posted. I'm sorry that no one called you, but you guys don't have to be here. So after the initial shock, I, I needed to get out the room because it's t- by this time I'm hot, I'm clammy, I'm feeling like I may pass out. I need to get out, so I bolt out of there. Well, mister, everybody needs to be searched. You're sitting there almost like, why are you guys leaving? And I'm looking at him like, we don't have to be here. You know, you can't keep us. But it just, it, 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 it pissed me off. It really really pissed me off. I mean, even though that buys us some time with what we need to do, it's just the whole setup. And it's like, you know, I respect law enforcement, but I just think sometimes it's just overkill and it's too much. It's an intimidation factor because you are going in there to a court and is that really necessary? I mean, I understand this is a situation where things could get heated, but like I said, that thin blue line, mm, I, I don't think it's acceptable. And no sooner than I saw that, the guy in front of me, he pulled out his wallet and what was on it, the thin blue line. I was like, you know what? I cannot do this. So I go outside and I'm sitting. And just because everything was just so heightened and hyped, I was sitting right outside the building. I moved. I, I moved. I didn't want to be a suspicious black woman lurking around. And it's a shame that your mind goes to things like this but I moved I went and I waited by my parents car they took a little bit of time um getting out and like I said that was kangaroo court one day I'll go into detail of what it was and what it was about and like I said it was basically a waste of time and a bunch of crap the next thing on um what went down in my weekend review was the situation with the Haitians. I believe about a week ago, those images came out. Um, We know that last weekend, they began doing flights, sending um, Haitians back to Haiti. And now, the encampment under the bridge is completely empty. Flights and buses were going out of there by the day. And I know of a pastor who was at who went to the border the other two days ago actually and he said it was approximately 3200 that was still left and by yesterday it was completely empty there are no Haitians under that bridge the encampment is empty and what I would like to know is hashtag where are they now, last night, an organization that I know of that are literally on the ground and was trying to get supplies say that they have them farmed out in different locations. Some are going to be allowed temporarily to stay while some things are worked out. But the bulk of those people were sent back. And my question is, sent back to what? Earthquake? President assassinated? And hurricane? along with a civil unrest because you have no government. So you are sending these people back 
to what the pastor said at that border. You're talking about no shower set up, no facilities. The people hadn't had a bath in a week. They were impeding them getting supplies. They stopped drone footage so you couldn't get aerial shots. And they were just basically down there treated like trash. And you ask yourself, why? I've laid awake at night worried about those poor babies on their mothers and fathers' backs coming across that dirty water in that river, not having masks on, being in a close concentrated area, not being treated for COVID, not being even given the vaccine. You know, we got nutcases over here jumping up and, ta- and down that don't want it. So how about give it to them? But you're not doing nothing because you don't want these people over here. They are supposed to be able to seek asylum like any other race of immigrants. And somebody, Roland Martin has asked the question every day this week, why, why, why? I'm hearing that Title 42 isn't even legal. So why is the administration using it? Oh, but you're going to use COVID to get around with it. But my state alone is getting a thousand Afghans. You have them over here by by the thousands, but you can't do anything for the Haitian people. But you've always disrespected and done the Haitians like that. And I say disrespected because as I do my studies, the Haitian people have helped us. And they have played a role in our history as well as their own. And they should not be treated like this. Um, I hope that something changes. I hope the immigration lawyers are able to help them. And while all might not be able to stay, I hope the bulk of them can have a better life. Because like I said, they're going back to nothing and they have nothing. And it's just disgusting. And I'm not going to get into semantics, whether it was a rain or a whip. You don't do anyone like that on the back of a horse. It speaks volumes with those pictures. Two organizations that's down there that you may want to consider uh, donating to that are trying to help the Haitians that are uh, here and in other ways is Until Freedom, which is an organization, um, Tamika Mallory, Lisa Lasor, and um, some other people. That's their organization. And normally it's for uh, social justice, but on this one, they went down to Del Rio and took a truck full of supplies. And I'm talking everything from baby rights, sanitizer, um, sanitary uh, products for the women to everything that they collected. They were actually down there. And another organization is Haitian Bridge Alliance. The head of that, and I do not know her name, said that they have been working down there at the border with Haitians for approximately six years. So she's not new to this. She's true to this. And what was sad was they was at a, what they thought was an undisclosed location and white supremacists with weapons uh, rolled up and was making threats. So these people uh, need our help that are right down there on the ground and we should do whatever we could do yesterday a disturbing um, story hit the media late yesterday afternoon that uh, singer kelly price was missing she had been um, hospitalized with COVID. she left and had not been seen her children were worried her family was worried and she had not been seen the police did a wellness check and nobody had seen her well last night Conflicting reports came out that she's at an undisclosed location recuperating, but nobody still has seen or talked to her. So her sister is very upset 
And I honestly don't know what's going on. She's either missing or she's not missing. So, like I said, I guess of right now, we will go with the final report that she is alive. She's at an undisclosed location. It sounds like there's something in between the family and the boyfriend or fiancé because they're saying he's not letting them have access to her. I hate to see things like this happen in families. I hate to see things like this uh, happen in the media. Kelly has only had a fraction of her business really out there. This really is unusual to have something like this out there like that about her. We don't know what's going on and all I can say is the way we prayed for her safety. We need to just continue to pray that there's a resolution in this and that her kids and her sister lay eyes on her and know that she's okay. Someone who is still missing on the run, dead or whatever is that Brian Laudry in the uh, Gabby Petito case. Um, He has a warrant for his arrest. Uh, Apparently he used her bank card up there in Wyoming and uh, made some um, charges of the tune to $1,000. Gabby was laid to rest on yesterday and we still don't know where this um, young man is. He has not been seen. The parents have not been arrested. They uh, left with the FBI and was returned to their home. We don't know anything regarding him. So, like I said, I don't know. Um, This case sickens me on so many levels because Gabby was being abused. She was in an abusive relationship. I would tell you the signs, and I know that. Um, He is a piece of trash for all of this. Um... He's going to get the death penalty for her death. John Walsh uh, spoke about him a lot the other night and was just saying that he doesn't believe that he's dead. He believes he's too much of a coward to kill himself. But John Walsh was really interesting. Um, From his tune, I don't think he liked Johnny Cochran too much because he kept invoking his name and I don't understand why. So, like I said, it was interesting, but... Um, he was giving some interesting tips of where he may be and how he's moving. But Brian Laudry is still on the run or whatever. He just have not been found. And right now, the warrant out for his arrest is using um, Gabby's bank card. He has not been charged with her murder. Jelani Day is a young black man um, who was missing um, in Illinois. He was a college student. And he had been missing before Gabby, but the argument was made about how white, especially white women, how they stories stay in the media. Hours are pushed to the back or never even mentioned. So they started to shed some light on his case. And the minute that they started giving it immediate attention, his body was found the other day in the Illinois River. I listened to his mother speak about what had went on with the investigation and she's still seeking answers because now, okay, we know my son is dead, but I want to know what happened. And it was just heartbreaking of the details that came out. But his body was found in the um, Illinois River, I believe the day before yesterday. 20-something-year-old college student. 
I'm going to try my best on this platform to highlight missing young people because there's some more and I'm seeing more and more stories uh, come out. So since the since the national media won't do it, it's on us who have platforms who can do things to get the word out. We have a lot of missing people in our community. Lastly, oh, next, the widow of A.J. Johnson. Comedian A.J. Johnson um, died, I believe it was earlier this week. He was 55. You may remember him from Friday and some other movies. I got to hook up. And um, apparently he died in dire straits. He didn't have nothing. He didn't leave anything. And him and his wife were separated. And she decided to come on social media and talk about fake fan love because no one was given to the GoFundMe account that she set up. I feel as a fan, and I wasn't a huge fan of his, but someone who may have liked and supported his work, I don't have to give to your GoFundMe account because your husband did not take care of what he needed to financially. I don't understand why this man was broke. They may, uh, Friday was a cult classic and basically a blockbuster movie. He did other movies. This man was a comedian, but I understand things took a hit because of COVID and this, that, and other. But this seems like that something was going on long before this. It's, it's not on the fan to put your love on away. You know, it always surprises me, when, especially celebrities, when their people come out and they expect. No, that's on you. That's on you and the family. It's a burden, but it's on you or the family. If I choose to set up a GoFundMe for a deceased loved one and I don't get the money, it's not on the people. Well, um, it's fake love. You was kidding us and you won't even do nothing. No, it's on. So all I can say is something that I'm learning. Handle your business while you're here. Lastly, we had protests locally about mask and vaccine mandates. You know, my little stupid area does not even regard Joe Biden as our president. So they're very pissed about the possible federal vaccine um, mandates. And my thing is this, I can use a good job. So please get out of the way of the good federal job so I can possibly get in there. I'm fully vaccinated, but they were protesting. And I just thought about, you know, while we protest about George Floyd and protest about Voting Rights Act, these fools are up here because they don't want to take, as they affectionately call the jab, and they don't want to wear a mask across their nasty faces. I'm so sick of the whole mass debate, which is stupid. You want to scream that you're right to life, but you don't have a problem with killing me. We just got a new Surgeon General. This man is from Harvard, and he doesn't believe uh, in masks. Um, he does not want Florida to give into fear. These are beautiful talking points. And he thinks that a child that's asymptomatic who has been exposed to COVID does not have to quarantine. This is this is the thing what a Harvard uh, graduate thinks. And he's Surgeon General of our state. But I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to close with this. Just because you put a black face on it doesn't mean that it does anything for me. To see that black man up there be humiliated by a governor who was standing behind him looking like he still wanted him to shut up disgusts me to no end. This man is a pawn and a prop and he doesn't even know it. He is so sad and pathetic. That's, that's, that's what he is because why would you align yourself with this administration?
why would you align yourself? And I'm sorry. I wish you could go back and look at just how the governor was just looking at you like he wanted you to shut up at the press conference where you was touted and paraded out in that dog and pony show. So you think about that. You and Tim Scott and the rest of you all who are pawns. That's what you, you are. You're the black face of it to say, okay, we, 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 we put a black and I say that in conjunction with the NFL, nobody told you to use lift every voice and sing. That's not going to pacify me. And Colin Kaepernick that still does not have a job. So if you if you want to connect with me, you can find me at Cosby, C-O-S-B-E-E. I'm Stephanie Cosby on all of the social media platforms. And I'm Miss Cosby on Insta. If you find yourself stopped by the police, try to make it home safely and out of that stop alive. Mask up over your mouth and over your nose. A young man who's been doing these great videos on social media called Drew Comments, he really went there about your nose being out. And this is a viral virus. Lastly, try to love one another. Till the next time, peace.